the computer, an extension of the human intellect, center of the most calculating intelligence on Earth. kind of amazed at the how do you, yeah how do you get from doing this dance on the video to that chair without it, me seeing you walk through the studio it's just kind of amazing it's magic rusty thank you that was a great explanation it's magic it's magic speaking of magic <laughs> check out the wheel today oh yeah Woo! i even gave it a test spin earlier did you? i did so you've like tuned well, up the wheel See, you gotta see. Here's the here's some of the things you gotta occasionally adjust these little doohickeys yeah. here, because you don't want this thing to fly apart as no. it's spinning. Well, it could kill somebody. It could. Yeah, we have to be very it's careful. Dangerous on the uh, Pizza Bills prize wheel, especially when wheel we have prizes. the razor blades attached to it. Then it becomes really dangerous. Yeah, we don't want to do that. We tried that one time, and we, we never had a guest after that. Yeah, we haven't. So, anywho, on the prize wheel today, on the Pizza Bills Wheel of Prizes, I think I tightened that up a little bit too much. It's not <laughs> oh, now it won't spin? Let me loosen oh, that Bob. up just a little bit. There we go. Your, so, your, your IT degree has no engineering involved no, with it, I take it. Nothing okay. at all. All right. So, I've got Pizza Bills on there, a $15 gift certificate. Yes. You could win Arby's, Dairy Queen, uh, Burger King. Even Amazon. I mean, it's everything. Food or fun. That you got a little everything there. Food or fun. Cool. That it's it's like my entire life summed up in just a couple words. Yeah, food and fun. <laughs> that is your life. Yeah. Food and fun. Food and fun. <sighs> All right, that's our so, show for today. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, today, I am actually going to talk about a very serious topic. Okay. Very serious. As always, um, it is, I'm just reading a text message. Um, we're going to talk about... You know, we're doing a show here, Bob. <laughs> I know. I know. Some some people, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to talk about, I don't want to see that video. Somebody's listening. They're texting me. Okay. They, they actually apparently did a dance to the, the to computer the, man to the theme song. Oh, send that. That's going straight to the no. internet. That's going straight to Facebook. No, send that to me. This is probably not okay for the. Send that to me. I. That's going straight to Facebook. We'll look at it after yeah. the show. Yeah. It's from your buddy and mine. Well. Our little buddy. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so send I'm it, sure. send it, send it. Well, I'm sure that it's great. I'm 100 percent um, certain that it's great. Anywho, we're going to talk about today the digital divide. Okay. Now, are you familiar with that term? Um, no. So, <laughs> the digital divide is. 
you know, we live in a very digital society. There's lots of computers, there's lots of phones, there's internet and all this stuff. Information, yeah. mm -hmm. um, communication, mm -hmm. all these things going on yes. around us. Okay, There certainly is. But there's a gap. There's a gap between the haves and the have-nots. Or those who have access and those who do not have access. Correct. So there's a, <clears throat> there is still in this country a digital divide uh, between people who have access to digital resources and those who do not. Uh, there's a lot of factors that actually play into that. They can be um, economic factors. Uh, they can be um, societal factors. There are certain societies in our culture that don't um, like technology. Um, yeah. There are people who just don't have the money to obtain the, right. the, technolo the modern technology. Yes. There are, there's also location factors where certain types of technology is simply not available in certain geographic locations. Correct. So there's all different types of ways that we have this digital divide among people. That's the, the, the gap, the separation between people and the stuff that actually operates our world. Um, the, there, there's also a, a divide between the people who know how it works and can use it and those who cannot. Yeah. Who may have potentially the access to it or or but don't know how to use it right so there's all different types of of ways that um this gap exists um and it and it's unfortunate uh because this gap actually creates a number of problems and the so the problems let me see if i can try to explain this in the best way that I possibly can. The gap causes a ripple effect into other types of things. So I was actually going to bring something in here and actually illustrate what, but it's too difficult to do for radio. So I want to give you oh, a So that's scenario. what that gigantic machine was in right. your office over yes. there. Okay. Yes, it was, it was too difficult to wheel through the door. Okay. And there was people around, and yeah. I didn't want to get anybody get hurt, and okay. forklifts yeah. and everything. Um, and Teamsters had to, you know, right. get there and the, the move Union it around. people, yeah. there was, yeah. then there was a coffee break, and yeah, we found yeah. out there was no coffee. Yeah. So yeah. It, just, it just disintegrated from there. Yep. Um, but there is, there is a divide, then it causes, like I said, this ripple effect. So I'm going to give you an example okay. of, of this ripple effect. And this is one that I have personally experienced. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So where I live at, yes. broadband internet access really wasn't available. Exactly. Um, now, let me, let me back up just a little bit. And I'm going to give you, there's a, there's a difference between high-speed internet well, there's different levels of internet. Sure, there is. All Everybody knows what yeah. dial-up is, right? Ding, 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 ding. 
Right. That's dialogue. Do you yeah. know that AOL still has more than 20 million subscribers in the United that. States? I believe that totally. 20 and AOL million, is just dial-up, right? Just one yeah. company, dial-up, 20 million subscribers. Totally believe that. How is that possible? In a, in a, modern, uh, a modern society like we have, how is that even possible? Well, a lot of times it has to do with infrastructure. So for many years, and I'm going to go way back here, um, back in the 90s when the Ooh. internet started to become a thing, um, here in Marshall County, uh, when I first got the internet, mm-hmm. there were a grand total of six modems in the county. Okay. Yeah. Six. Yeah. And I can remember a, a friend of mine from high school and I, we dominated two of them. <laughs> uh, and I like to tell people that, well, I was online before there were pictures. That's because we... <laughs> you couldn't... Yeah. Okay. I get you. Okay. Yeah. So I've been doing this a long time. As far as experience and knowledge and uh, all this kind of stuff goes, my life story of the internet, I've, I've got this. So... That digital divide, that gap between me and the resources that I needed for my future career, there was this gap. Right. I couldn't do what I wanted to do because I didn't have the access that I needed. Exactly. So here we have dial-up internet, terrible it was great back, you know. Oh, we thought it was it was, the, it was the fantastic. living end. Yeah, yeah. But life will slowly, never get better than that, Bob. No, That's yeah. what we thought. Nothing would ever get better than that. Yeah. Right? Well, it came to a point where I continuously upgraded my my very first modem was a twenty four hundred baud modem. Yeah. Twenty four hundred baud. I remember now, baud. That, that is. By t- <laughs> well, a fax machine operates at fourteen four. 14.4, 14,400. Right. Okay. A fax machine operates at 14.4. I was at 2,400 baud. So we have this, it was really slow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So moving forward through this, I continuously upgraded. I kept upgrading, upgrading, and I got to a point where I had, where I got that 56K modem. But unfortunately, my phone lines, telephone lines at home, could not support the speeds. Right. I hit my first roadblock. Hit my first roadblock. So when I had my computer shop down on Water Street many years ago, back yes. in the 90s, um, we actually <laughs> found a way because, again, there was no such thing as high-speed internet. No, there was Definitely not. not broadband at that no. point to the general public. We actually found a way to bond modems together so that we could take multiple phone lines and increase our capacity to sure. actually connect to that yeah. stuff. So this is in the 90s we're doing this. It's like in the 90s we were running into roadblocks where speed was becoming an issue for downloading things just right. software whatever it would be we were running into roadblocks and this is a technology company yeah okay so we as a technology company here in little old plymouth indiana boom we hit a wall 
Yeah. Well, what do we do? What's the next step? So when working from home, eventually as the years progressed and it took a long time to actually get to this point, we, I finally got wireless internet. Okay. At the blazing fast speed of 1.5 megs down. Um, that was something. I, I honestly that was fast. That for was that, yeah. impressive. Yeah. Okay, but we're talking this huge time frame in here where it's taken years to get to this point. You know, overall from dial up to you know we're looking at at least ten years. All right. Now let's again continue jumping forward. We are. Is continuing to improve wireless. It got to the point actually where I was using a cellular connection because the cellular connections, as they built up those, those cell phone towers and stuff, it was just a little bit faster. You know, things were getting a, a little bit smoother type of thing. And then eventually we get to the point where now wireless. Wow. Yeah. I have a wireless connection at my house and I'm getting like 12 megs down. Ooh. Which nowadays. Which is half. Yeah. Which is half the the general definition of what broadband is. Generally, and there's some been some arguments about this, broadband generally starts at 25 megs and goes up from there. It wasn't until, and, and by the way, we're looking at, again, we're starting in, in the 90s. Right. The, the mid-90s here, early to mid-90s to, you know, 2022. It is until 2022, this year, that fiber access is finally available where I live. Fiber optics, uh, which were installed out there by uh, Marshall County Fiber, which is a... Um, a partnership between Marshall County REMC and Rochester Telephone Company. Um, they were building out fiber across the county. And finally, in 2022, I have access to fiber. There's, it's, in, it's in my yard. I can see the twinkle in your eye, Bob. So I haven't actually switched over to it yet. So I called one day, and it was after 4 o'clock, and REMC was closed. Uh didn't realize. I got all excited and everything. I was like, okay, I'm going to schedule this. And I'm like, ah, shoot. Um, so now I've actually, again, I've again delayed actually getting the fiber at home. Number one, all I do, I don't even have a computer at home. All I do is watch TV. and Which is, it's worth it. Which is worth yeah. it, yeah. So I haven't gotten the fiber at my house, even though it's sitting out there. It's taunting me. I'm, I'm forcing it to taunt me. So that I actually make some progress because I actually want, what I want to do at home is actually put in a rack. I want to put in a rack with, with my, my, my router, with, you know, the switches, anything that I need at home. I want to put it, I want, I want my rack. I have, I already have some of the stuff. So I think it's interesting that the the typical person at home just has a router they plug into and they connect to their Wi-Fi. Yep. Okay, I use enterprise-grade stuff, okay? Okay. I ain't messing around. So when I get when I do get fiber internet, I want them to be able to just plug in and go. Right. So I have I'm, – I'm waiting at this point. I'm like, okay, I'm actually going to convert my 
one spare room into my little <laughs> miniature data center in a way. So all this for just, Captain Kirk. Just just so I can watch more Star Trek. <laughs> That ain't that ain't far from the truth, let me tell you. So, again, going back to the main topic, the digital divide. Okay? Sure. The divide between you and me, based on what you just told me, is gigantic. Look, I want you to think about where the progress that's been made from initial dial-up here in oh, Marshall yeah. County when we had six yeah. motors. And by the way, that was a program that was put together by Purdue. I remember Ralph Booker was the head of the yep. Purdue Extension at that point. Yeah. Do you know that I the morning that they opened this up, <laughs> the this is this honest to God truth, the morning that they were taking signups for this internet, I was standing at the door <laughs> in the county building, and they're like, "Can we help you?" You had I'm a like, tent out there the night before, didn't you? It was like I'm a like, Rolling Stones concert to you. I got there before I got there before the uh, the extension office employees got there, and I and I said, "Well, I'm here to sign up for the internet." They're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, really." And because I was an AOL customer, and I was having to dial in to South Bend to connect to the the, the well, AOL really didn't connect to the internet in a way. It was it's like its own private network right, until yeah. they expanded it out. But, yeah. I, I mean, it was an exciting time. So, yeah, I was there for the first the first, the first, first go-round with it. It was very exciting. We got it at the pilot very shortly after it was available. Uh, well, not that you could get on. I was connected all the time. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, got, sorry. I got on. Sorry, that was me. That's why you always got a busy signal. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, we, we got on pretty easily, but, actually. You know, here we what I'm what I'm getting at here is that we had we went from basically honestly six modems in this county that gave us access to the internet, regular local access to the internet, six modems to what we now have where broadband fiber is expanding out. Right. This is an exciting time. But the question is, why is this even important? Why why would you even care? What 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 actually what's a benefit? Right. What so that I can watch more Star Trek on Netflix yeah. or on Paramount Plus or whatever? Is right. that what it's all about? Yeah. No. No, actually it's not all about that. I look back at my career in the technological field. And the limitations that I had growing up, the limitations that I had where I didn't have access to the things that I wanted to know and allow myself to grow and learn more. Yeah. I continue to use the internet as a vehicle to continue to propel myself in the information and knowledge sure. that I have forward. Yeah. I'm going through some more classes right now because guess what? In the technological field, knowledge is power. Exactly so the more right. knowledge that I have, the better that I'm able to help and serve my clients. Okay? Yeah. So what we've actually gotten into now is, yes, there, there are still places in our community. You know, you see them in town, right? I mean, right out in front of the radio station or anywhere Anywhere in town right now, you have surf broadband 
that is out there putting fiber in the ground. Digging Why holes. are they doing this? What are they? What is this all about? Why are they? Blah blah blah. You know, you hear different types of complaints and stuff sure. like that. And I think that that actually comes from the fact that most people don't understand what the actual end result and the benefit is going to be. Because out there right now, there's a kid, there's there's a there's a Bob Barkus, a little Bobby Barkus out there somewhere <laughs> that guess what? He doesn't have access to the internet at his house. Okay? Right. So this actually leads into something else that they call the knowledge divide. So the 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 digital divide it's it the gap has gotten smaller but there's still a gap that that exists. Right. So now we've gotten into the point where there's a knowledge divide because of the digital because divide. Because of yeah. the lack of connectivity. And this actually creates all different kinds of problems. We've heard people talk about, you know, the homes within the last couple of years, homeschooling. You know, people actually e-learning at home, the kids right. with the COVID and, and all this other kind of stuff. It has been difficult for some kids because they don't have access to this. This is more than just kids playing games online. It is more than just some kid, well, I can't, I can't do this, uh, this assignment today. Right. It's about access to information and being able to learn more because guess what? There's a lot of technological things that are going on in our world, in our society, and we need people. There are talent. There is talent right here in this community right now. But unless that talent grows and is nurtured, and those people, those kids today, if they don't have access to that moving forward, they're going to be left behind. And then that creates other problems. Again, you are looking at so, uh, social issues. You're looking at economic issues. There are industries that will not locate in our community without broadband internet access. Exactly right. And I'm not talking about even one gig of fiber. There are places right now that are saying, I need 10 gig access to fiber to run my industry. Right. Okay. Now we're going beyond just a little bit of technological stuff. How many places in town right now, right here in Plymouth, or anywhere in the county really, depend upon internet to run their business, even if they're manufacturing, well, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm I gonna venture. Most of the manufacturers probably. I'm do. gonna say a hundred percent of yeah, them. Yeah, I would say that too. What does that mean? Well, now we're looking at jobs. Yeah, we're looking at the job factor. Right. So I have one of my. I was actually with. Uh, I won't say who it was. I was with uh, one of the municipalities that I work with. And I was sitting there in the office and talking with them, and they're like, we have a real problem. And that we have a lot of people that actually live here but work in the Chicagoland area. Yep. We're having trouble attracting people here because we don't have broadband internet access. Yeah. Broadband internet access because some of those people work from home occasionally. If they can't work from home, they're mm -hmm. not going to live there. Nope. There are places that right now... People are saying, 
we're not going to locate in this particular area because we don't have the resources that we need. Right. There is a job or a labor shortage going on right now. Right. Maybe you've heard about it. Um, once or okay. twice. One of the things, even if you're not talking about specific economic impact that that internet is going to have, I'm going to watch Star Trek at home. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's somebody else that loves some Netflix show. Okay. Sure. If they don't have internet access, why would they move into a particular location? They're not going to live there. Yeah. I love this show. I'm going to watch it. (laughs) So that particular person is no longer available for the job pool. Yeah. All of this stuff. I always, I'm a big picture guy. I always look at things in a much better, broader perspective i think than most people do and how all these pieces fit fit together Mm -hmm. the internet broadband internet fiber optic internet is just as important as any other piece of infrastructure i agree with you maybe even more so in in many ways in moving forward and into the future that is an important piece of this puzzle if you don't have it then forget about the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Just forget about the rest of it. Because we're talking about the gap. So let me, let me put this into a little bit of a different perspective for you. In that, let's say, for example, you have a bridge that's out. Mm-hmm. You have a gap. Right. Is anybody going to use that road? No. No. That is a road that is not traveled. Yep. Because there's a gap there. Which means that the talent on the east side of the river cannot make it to the west side of the river in order for all of this to work together. Yeah. So, to me, again, and I'm looking at this from decades of knowledge and experience, the digital divide, that gap needs to be filled in. It needs to be, and the way that... The way that we do that is by actually getting broadband internet access out there to the people who are actually going to use it or the people who are going to have that talent later on down the road. The benefit may not be immediate, but in the long run... I don't know. There's going to be a lot of immediate benefits. There there can be immediate benefits, but you got to look at the long-term effects of it. And if you are in, so there are places right now in Indiana where there is definitely a digital divide, where that broadband internet access does not exist. There's a lot of places in Indiana. A lot of places that exist. The governor has made it a huge initiative to fill those gaps in. Why? Why is that? Because he wants jobs here. Because he wants jobs here. He wants. Basically, he's trying to future-proof our economy. Yep. And you do that by giving people all of the different tools and resources that are available to them. You don't selectively cut certain ones out of it because that does not work. It will not work. And you're making a huge mistake if you think that that is not an important piece of the puzzle. Right. And I'm, I'm speaking to that from personal experience. Who knows where I would have been today had I had what I needed 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. Let's look at it that way. The other, in, so there's, 
also there's a huge burgeoning industry that's out there right now, and that is content creators. You know about content creators because you're on TikTok all the time. Yes, I am. But there's more than just TikTok content that we're talking about. So this is actually another digital divide is the resources that people have available to actually create content, Mm -hmm. whether it's video content or audio content, to be able to take that creativity, that creative touch, and actually use the digital world around them in order to deliver that content. I'm going to tell you something, and I this is something. For years, I was I was trying to make it in the theater, and uh, I am very upset that I am as old as I am because I think that if this had existed back when I was beating the bushes trying to find any outlet for people to see the things I could have done. Yeah. With this, with the internet with the and, that- and all the technology, things I could have done, I just can't imagine how I w- how much how much of a difference that would have made. Rusty, I wouldn't be sitting here. Let's I'm younger than way. you. Yeah, and I still feel that. Yeah, I'm I, just frustrated. I, I am fascinated. If I were an artist today, I would be in heaven. There are just so many options and ways the, you can be the, seen this, and heard. This is, we are, I, I'm, I'm shocked, I'm upset, I'm optimistic at the same time by a lot of what I'm seeing. Yeah. So all I, I, I think we should just probably just cut it there and say <laughs> broadband internet access is extremely important. Whether or not you understand it, you should just accept the fact that it is an important aspect of our infrastructure. It absolutely 100% is. And if you don't believe that, then you don't understand it and you don't understand the greater, broader implications of this. And where the world is headed. And where the world is headed. You want to be left behind? Fine. Get out of the way and let somebody else take over that knows what the heck they're talking about and what they and what can be done. It is frustrating. It is extremely frustrating. Extremely frustrating. Bob, you're fiery today. Oh, I'm fiery. You're on I could have fire. Got, I warned Kathy earlier. I'm like, I said I could get pretty nasty today if I wanted this to. This computer but. man is on fire. <laughs> I sound just like Beyonce. Hey, you want to give something no, away? Let's, uh, yes, yeah, this is a little segment that uh, we call. All you got to do is be the proper number caller. We're going to, excuse me, Uh roll the dice. And we've got caller number six, 574-936-4096, Caller six. You're just going to have to come on the the air and let, think. Positive thoughts while Bob roll or rolls that that I've, newly spin, newly fixed wheel. Spin the wheel. I spin, and you could win, of course, on the Pizza Bills prize wheel. Pizza Bills. Woohoo! Who doesn't want that? Woohoo! Uh, you could also win Arby's, Dairy Queen, uh, Burger King, or even an Amazon gift card. Like I said. Ooh. Food and fun on the prize wheel today. Amazon, let's make Jeff Bezos a little richer, shall we? Maybe he'll go to space again. (laughs) Maybe he'll go live on the moon. Maybe he'll stay. 
Maybe he'll go live on the moon. Let's. Uh, I think we have a player here. Hang on. Oh. Uh, I'm glad Jimmy was able to run out there and grab that real quick. He, he got his cardio in there. He I did. Think. Uh, okay, we have a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Can I have your first name? Stacy. Stacy. All right, Stacy. Think positive thoughts. Here we go. And the yeah. please no zoink. Oh. Oh, another one that was close. <laughs> this is awful close. Was the same as last but week. Stacey, but you did get pizza yeah. bills. Pizza bills for oh, Stacy. Yeah. Great. Hey Stacy. Yeah, you can pick that up here at the radio station. So question for you. Do you have broadband yeah. internet at home? I do not. You do ah. not. Do you have internet? Do you have internet on your phone? Yes. So you're a little bit closer. So yeah. there, that gap is slowly closing. Yeah. There. Well, Stacy, thanks for playing our game. Thank you. And uh, you'll have that. Uh, It'll be ready. I'll have it. Uh, ooh, actually, uh, can you stay on the line? Because I know Jim and Kathy are leaving today. Oh, okay. I want to make sure we get that. Okay. So, um, can you can hold uh, uh, for a second here, and we'll get some information from you? Sure. Okay. I'm gonna, right. I hope I'm going to put her on hold. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hang on, Stacy. If you if you disappear and you end up in the ether of the whatever phone thing is going on, just just call back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll get your gift certificate. Yeah. Hang on here. <laughs> All right. And I think I do that. Did you get it? I think I did. I think oh, I did, Bob. You you get a prize, Rusty. I think Rusty. I did. Oh, let me. I, oh shoot, Rusty! Look, you landed oh, on the I zoink. Oh, I'm sorry. Somehow I think that was rigged, Bob. I just you think don't so? know. Did you? Somehow I yeah. think that was rigged. Uh, if they need to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Call the office five seven four nine three six eight two two nine. Very good. Thank you, sir. Thanks. And we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 